Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. All right, welcome back to the boys 161st Street. I am here with Mark. What's your last name, Mark? Sorry, Colleague. Here with Mark. (laughs) I'm here with Mark Colley, coming all the way from Ottawa. He is from the Section 138 pod. They are Blue Jays podcast, so we thought we'd obviously bring in some Blue Jays before the season series is about to start. Season's about to start. Baseball is back. I am pumped about that. We finally made it. Mark, you excited? Yeah, a couple days to opening day. It's getting not the way the Blue Jay fans wanted this season to start, but it's still exciting to get things going. I mean, listen, we're in the same boat, and we thought we were... I don't want to you know, knock on wood here. We thought we were doing well going into this season. Now Luke Voigt goes down with an injury. It sucks for my fantasy team because I drafted him. And I was trying to steer clear Yankees because of that, that reason, because they all get hurt. Yeah. I mean, they're sick, and they're going to go high in ADP and all that. But if they get hurt, which they will, and all of them do, and they are already, and I'm a pessimist, but that sucks for us. Britain goes down too, but you guys are dealing with a lot of injuries yourself. But before we get into that, you guys are like a, a new look Blue Jays team, huh? So you guys have yeah. a bunch of big moves in this this offseason. A lot of the AL East rivals, the Red Sox and the Rays, Orioles don't really do anything, but the Red Sox and Rays seemed like they took a step back and you guys were trying to like take advantage of it and go for it. I mean, why the fuck not? <laughs> go after it yeah, if you can. Exactly. And you guys have because you guys have a young core around your team, so why not get a couple key free agents? But uh with that being said, which team, which moves that you guys made are you most excited about going into this year? I mean, there's the obvious George Springer deal. I mean, yeah. like you don't spend six years, $150 million for someone you're not going to be excited about. But I think, I guess, kind of under the radar, um, a lot of people were confused by the Marcus Simeon deal. But I mean, one year, $18 million for a guy who's one year removed from a MVP caliber season from like a nine war season. That's a pretty good deal. I'm excited to see him bounce back, hopefully, fingers crossed, in the best-case scenario from what he was in 2022-2021. Yeah, I didn't even know there was a one-year deal. So, I mean, that I don't see much risk in that. Marcus Simeon, like you said, exactly. is coming off a pretty close to winning the MVP. He was. I was personally, back when he was in that MVP race, I was like, what the fuck? Who's Marcus Simeon? Because <laughs> he's stealing it from DJ. DJ was the four. I think Simeon was the three at that. It was, I think it was Bregman and I forget who won it that year, but I was pissed off, but I know Marcus Simeon's a very good player. Uh, he's obviously coming from the athletics, not a lot of big market around there. So maybe not a lot of buzz around the name, which is why I was kind of caught off guard when he was mm-hmm. that high, but he's a damn good player. And so he moves over to second base for you guys, right? Because you obviously have Bo Bichette. Yeah, I think that's another reason why people were confused that Jay signed him because we have Bo Bichette and then Kevin Biggio used to be yeah. at second base. So um, it was like, where do you put him? But now we're moving. I guess Kevin Biggio is going to third. 
um, Simeon's going in at second. So, I mean, Biggio can really play wherever, so it doesn't really matter uh, where he is on the lineup on any given day. So, yeah, it's exciting to see. Again, it's not the area where the Blue Jays needed to improve, which maybe we'll get to later, but starting pitching was the area that is and was the problem in the offseason, and it is a little bit weird that they didn't spend that $18 million on starting pitching, but still, he's a good guy. I mean, 18 million bucks for a guy like that, you can't complain. Yeah, I mean, starting pitching, when you look at it at face value right now, seems like it's definitely the issue. And honestly, the the comparison I just made in my head, I just thought about it is, I mean, this isn't like a unique thought or anything, but I, I, I picture you guys being very similar to that of the Angels, because like you, you went after guys and added bats and the past couple of years, the angels have also had starting pitching troubles and there, there's always those memes you see. And it's like, say it with me, angels, like angels front office, you know, Anthony Rendon doesn't pitch or Jock Peterson doesn't <laughs> pitch when they try to get Jock Peterson. But I think you guys are very similar to that. You guys have great bats. That's definitely <laughs> no secret that you guys can hit the crap out of the ball. But I, I, I personally have a lot of question marks with your starting rotation. So why don't we dive? I was going to do that too. a little later. Why don't we? <laughs> so after, I'm assuming it's Ryu opening day, right? Yeah. So after that, what the hell do you guys have? Not, not, not a stain at you question. guys, but. <laughs> no, it's a good question. Like I have a lot of questions about the rotation as well because it is Ryu. And then it's like, who the hell do you go to? Like it, it's supposed to be Robbie Ray. Robbie Ray is supposed to be the number two guy or Nate Pearson. Both of them are injured right now. Robbie Ray's hopefully just going to miss one start. Pearson's probably out till May. So it's like, I I don't know. There's a lot of question marks. The Blue Jays are probably on day two on the Saturday playing the Yankees. are probably going with someone like Steven Matz. Um, he, they picked him up in the offseason. Yeah, former Met. Hopefully, fingers crossed, he can recapture what he was in 2019 instead of who he was in 2020 but there's a lot of question marks i mean you look at the number three starter i don't even want to think of that yeah far, but i was looking like, at the depth Tanner chart Rourke, like ross stripling anthony k like it's it's a little bit ugly when you look at the rotation so people are really excited about the blue jays because of the lineup but even as a fan i'm a little bit pessimistic because of the state of the rotation I mean, you guys are going to put up a lot of runs. That's for sure. You have a lot of yeah. a lot of boppers in that lineup. But like you said, I I was looking at this list. I I know a lot more of the the starting rotation. I took a look at the bullpen. I don't know any of these names <laughs> outside of Kirby Yates. Obviously, we know. I've heard of the name Tyler Chatwood before. I feel like he was on the Cubs before, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. AJ Cole, I've heard also. I think he was on the Yankees. I'm not sure. But these other guys, like who is Rafael Dolis, Jordan yeah. Romano. Are you worried about the bullpen more or are you worried about the starting rotation is my question. I don't know these bullpen guys. Yeah, more the rotation. The the bullpen, surprisingly, like they got a lot of, I guess, like secondhand pickups, like a lot of guys who aren't premier. But you look at their stats, like Rafael Delis, I think August 12th last season was the last time he allowed to run. And Jordan Romano, he was, I think he made his debut in 2019. 2020 was kind of his first full season. He was injured a little bit, but he his first 27 outs, I think, he recorded without allowing a hit or a walk. So these guys, they're not recognizable names, but they are really good. A.J. Cole is another guy who, you know, surprisingly, the Blue Jays didn't pick up his option and they ended up signing him to a minor league deal. But he's still a really good name. Um, so they got a, kinda, a, a bunch of bargain guys, a bunch of arms that you wouldn't 
ordinarily recognize, but they're still really, really good, or at least I'm hoping they're really, really good. And the bullpen, it is a little bit questionable, but it's definitely not the weakness of this team. The so weakness is undoubtedly pitching. the rotation. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think you guys are very similar to us in the sense that I'm looking at the starting rotation as well. And maybe as of recent, our rotation it looks good on paper and the names that you may look at a couple of years ago, they're all good, but they are also a ton of question marks. Like our rotation has the potential to be great. And they're talking about doing a six man rotation. Actually, Boone just came out today, Yankee manager. And he said that we're going to do Cole, uh, Kluber, Domingo, Montgomery back to Cole and then Tyone as a six man rotation type thing, right. which is interesting to see. But I think that's in large part due to how, much of a question mark they are, especially with the injury stuff. Tyone hasn't pitched in two years. Kluber hasn't pitched in two years. Sevy's coming back, hasn't pitched in two years. Mm-hmm. I mean, Montgomery, who is one of the most healthy ones on the, on the team outside <laughs> of Garrett Cole, also is coming off a second year off of Tommy John. He only pitched a little bit last year. So like us, you guys have a lot of question marks there. I think we have more question marks with injuries, but I think a little more upside. That's just my Yankee fandom coming up. But yeah. you guys do. I mean, Ryu, good pitcher, couple like two years ago. I don't. Did he have a good year last year? I didn't really look into the stats yeah. for him. He did. Yeah, he uh, he kind of had a couple bad starts at the beginning and at the end, but in between, the bulk of his season was really good. So you're very you're high on engine Ryu. Yeah, cool. No, I, I like I like seeing that, especially for opening day. I want to have a nice nice pitcher duel. Mm-hmm. That, I'm a big pitcher duel guy. If you hit four home runs in the first inning, it's exciting. But like. I'm a, I'm a big small ball guy. I like, okay. which will never happen with the Yankees because that's just not what they do. <laughs> so I'm excited for that. So game two, we're looking at, what did I say? Kluber and who do you think is on the bump? Roark, you said? I really hope it's not Roark. I think <laughs> Steven Matz probably has the best shot of it right now. He's um, he's probably the, the only healthy guy who's good enough to start day two, but it's really up in the air. So you guys, do you guys seemingly have have a five man rotation, or is it just you know whoever's healthy type thing go out? I there? think right now it's it's probably a four man rotation, and then bullpen day, bullpen Ooh. whoever it whoever takes it, whether it's someone like Anthony K coming up from the alternate training site, whether it's you know I don't know Tyler Chatwood or Thomas Hatch when he's healthy taking a couple innings here and there. It's definitely only four guys I really see in that, and that's like we've said, Matt's. Ryu, Rourke, and then um, when they're healthy, Ray Pearson are going to figure into that. But So Nate Pearson, a lot of hype around Nate Pearson. I play MLB The Show. I'm sure a lot of people do. I'm sure you do as well. His card was disgusting in that game because he throws what? <laughs> what did he hit max? I saw he topped out somewhere. I think he 104. That's ridiculous. That's what he's topped out at, yeah. So he's sitting probably 101 or whatever it is. He's coming off what, – what, what was his injury? Uh, last year he had a – I want to say a strain of something. I don't know. It all blurs together. He's strained his groin again this year, and he's um, right now out with that, probably until May. But okay, so not nothing crazy. I thought I was yeah, hoping it wasn't Tommy John because I'm excited to see the kid play too. Right. I know he's gonna probably torch us, but I still want to see that play. <laughs> I mean, there's not much. I mean, I, I personally think I have you guys slated at number two. I have a little standings board that i made you can't really see it over here but i made a little pegboard with the standings and i did my little predictions before the season and i got you guys at number two and i was curious to you guys from because from the outside looking looking into you guys it looks like you guys have hopes to win the division and i think you guys can i obviously think you guys are at two i mean i don't know if you are, are super high on the team but 
I don't know. I, I literally, I think the Yankees are going to win the World Series. So it's, I, I'm not going to say they're not going to win the division, but from the outside looking in, you guys have a good team and with a lot of upside. So, like, what do you think is the is the ceiling for this team? Do you think they can win the division, or what? Are, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, that's good to hear. You think we can win the division because, I mean, I think the Blue Jays can win the division. It's just like I don't know, a five percent chance, like a ten percent chance. I think it's pretty much in the bag for the Yankees. I think a lot of things have to go right for the Blue Jays. And if we're talking about their ceiling, I mean, in the best case scenario, you have Robbie Ray returns to what he was in 2017. You have Steven Matz back to what he was in 2019. You have Nate Pearson staying healthy. Then you're looking at a rotation that has four solid guys. And once you get to that point, you can start entertaining the possibility, I think, of winning the division. I think in an average season, the Blue Jays would win the wild card. So that's what I kind of peg them at. Um, but yeah, I think they can win the division. I don't think it's likely. I think a lot of things have to go right in that situation. Yeah. No, I was just, I was saying, I, again, I think the Yankees are going to win the world series. So yeah. I'm, I'm going to pick them and win the division, but I do think the ceiling, there is a world where you guys do win the division. And I have you guys over the Rays was mainly my point because the Rays seem like, yeah, they made the world series last year. Yeah. It might've to me seems like more of a Cinderella thing. Like they were just the hot hand and they had it going. Mm-hmm. Like they don't have super crazy names it was just a rosarena played out of his mind do i think he's gonna do that again no again we're not talking about the Rays right now this is the <laughs> blue jays series preview but i think you guys have the leg up on them for sure uh i think the floor for you guys is probably three being the Rays get two but i do think you guys get mm-hmm. two i'm excited to duke it out against you guys and i just wanted to ask you before, while we're still talking about the uh offseason stuff before we get into you know the matchups and other stuff going into this series what happened with the Brantley thing? Because you guys seemingly yeah. had Brantley. How? What are your thoughts on that? Well, first off, I'm glad they didn't spend the money on Brantley because, wow, okay. I mean, they already have a fantastic outfield. They have Springer in center, Lourdes Goriel Jr. in left, who, by the way, hit 300 last year. Oh, I know. <laughs> Over 60 games, yeah. But um, And then in right field, Teoscar Hernandez, Silver Slugger. So I like it never made sense to sign Brantley. I don't know what went on. Hazel May, who's one of the um, big reporters on the Blue Jays, she reported that the Blue Jays had finalized a deal with him. I believe she said it was a three-year deal, and then it just kind of fell apart over the course of the day. And from what we heard, they were never really close to signing Brantley. So I don't know where it came from, why that was ever reported, why it was ever even entertained for a lot of Blue Jay people, because it never made sense. (laughs) Um, But it it was really weird. Yeah, I mean, so you're saying there was no deal even close to in place? Yeah, that's what we heard. Yeah, I mean, it's just interesting, like we said before, like, say it with me, Michael Brantley doesn't pitch, so <laughs> it doesn't really yeah. doesn't really feel the need that you guys really needed that bad. Um, but I thought it would have been cool. Yes, you have a loaded outfield, so I don't think you needed it. But again, injuries happen all the time. That's why I never have been too upset when the Yankees get people that we don't really need because I, I'm scarred, and I'm, I think you guys – are starting to get a taste of that, but yeah. I ass- I assume injury with any player on the Yankees because that's just the way it's been. It's the way it's been going for us in the past couple of years. But and another thing, yeah, another thing, people were thinking was that Randall Grishik would be on the trade block. Like if you're signing Brantley, yes, you still have four outfielders, but you have a fifth in Randall Grishik. So a lot of people were thinking, okay, they're signing Brantley and then they're going to flip Grishik for a pitcher or something like that. But it's still like you're still left with four starting outfielders. So it was always weird. I would love it 
if you guys trade Randall Gritchick because he's, he's the Yankee killer. I'm not. I was trying to look up his numbers before we hopped on here. I can't, I don't know how to search specific splits against teams. I was trying. I was trying Fangraphs, trying to do the splits tool thing. I don't know that. All I do know is that he fucking rakes against us, and I don't like it. So honestly, hearing you say that he wouldn't be even in the starting outfield, would he be the DH? Because I was trying to look to see who is the DH, everyday DH. Is that Randall Gritchick? Yeah, it looks like it's probably going to be Grishik, but then you also have Rowdy Telez, who has nowhere to play if, if yeah, Rowdy, <laughs> talk about good names. Um, he's also got nowhere to play if Vladdy's at first, and Biggio's obviously at third, so Vladdy's not going to be at third. That takes Telez to DH, and then where do you put Grishik? So it looks like they're just kind of going to play the hot hand in the outfield. Like, you know, Grishik will sub in every day or every other day, taking their the place of Springer or Springer is injured, heaven forbid, as he is right now. What's the deal with his injury, too? Because I, I meant to ask you that before when we were talking about the injuries, because I, I, my Red Sox fan friend, I was telling you that I have a few Red Sox friends around me, too, because I live here in New York, and I went to college in Connecticut, which is just a middle ground for everything. But I was looking. He's trying to sell me Springer. Now, I know everybody. Springer's a great baseball player, amazing MVP-like player, awesome in the playoffs, all that. What is the injury serious? They say he's going to be ready by opening day potentially. I guess you have more information on that. So what's yeah. what's the deal with that? Should I go after him or am I should I be skeptical? He's questionable for opening day. It's a grade two oblique strain. So the Blue Jays were saying like a seven day timeline. It sounded like he needed more than that. So I wouldn't bet on him for opening day, but I don't think he's going to be out long term. Like I think you might see him on the Sunday of this series against the Yankees. So it's not that serious. You can right. he's gonna play, especially for the yeah. season. So yeah. maybe I will make the trade. I don't know. I I would have to give up Mondesi. Mondesi gets fifty something steals. So I don't know. It it was a few other people too, but we'll see. Anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> with that aside, give I want to get your pick and find out who you think the MVP of the team will be this year. Who is the rookie of the year? We'll start with MVP. So at, when it's all said and done, what do you think is gonna happen this year? I mean, I think the easy choice is Bobachet. He's a natural. Some people are putting him in the conversation for American League MVP. So I think it's not out of the ordinary to say he's going to be team MVP. I mean, he's hit 300 in his career. I mean, it's only like 80 games or something, and he was injured for part of last year. But I think he's an unreal talent. People are kind of forgetting about him in the larger conversation. But he's uh, he's definitely, I think, the best hitter on this team. Oh, I'm not forgetting about him. He that that dude can hit, and I mean, I know spring training stats don't really matter that much. But the other day, Bobuchet hits the two home runs in one game. One game, yeah. Vladdy's hitting four seventy something right now. Yeah, I don't know how has he been playing often. That those are yeah. He was he was actually getting a ton of at bats, and he had I think it was two games in a row, and he had seven hits in seven consecutive at bats or something crazy like that. He's been uh, slim, slim, slim. Vladdy is uh, yeah. working out for the Blue Jays. Slim so far. Daddy Vladdy looks good out there. How many? <laughs> how much? How many pounds did he drop? I think it was forty-two. Is what we heard. Forty-two pounds is a In lot of pounds. Season, yeah. What's he? What was he doing? What did he change? Did this did Blue Jays talking about? What's he up to? Is he just going keto? Like, what's going on with him? I don't know. We saw he was all off season. He was posting like workout videos on his Instagram. So clearly he was dedicated and trying. And apparently last summer when we went into summer camp, 
he showed up to camp and was overweight and the Blue Jays were upset with him. And apparently he apologized to the team for not taking care of his body. So I think that may have been like a wake up call for him. And then in the off season, he really got to work and dedicated himself to actually toning himself physically. But you know, whatever works, like if he's, I don't care if he is a big guy, like even if he hadn't dropped those 42 pounds, I'd be fine if he was hitting. It's just, he wasn't hitting last year. So it's good to see that he's actually put in the work. Yeah, that's similar to what Gleyber Torres for us was. They yelled at him for get being a little fat, a little chunker coming into the season. He had a little bit of a down year. Now he's lost weight. He's one of those best shape of his life candidate guys. Same with, you know, Voigt was and Vladdy is now. And now Glaber is kind of ripping it open in, in spring training, which looks great. And I'm happy to see that because I, you know, have a bunch of his rookie card too because I think he's going to go off. A lot of people around the MLB are actually investing i'm a big card investor and they're investing in uh, vladdy mm-hmm. jr after the weight drops you think that is gonna make him you know pop off a little more or are you a lot more optimistic now that he's you know a slim daddy vladdy <laughs> yeah i think it's for real I, yeah i don't think there's any reason to not believe it like i i think the past two seasons that he's been in the majors and hasn't performed um were because he wasn't putting in the work like he's never faced a challenge really in his life he was signed by the Blue Jays, 16 years old. He's a son of a Hall of Famer. He flew through the Blue Jays system and was always like one of the best prospects in baseball. He never really faced a challenge, I think, until he got to the majors. And then he kind of got stuck a little bit. And I think hopefully from what we're seeing, like I said, he's put in the work. He's realized that he can't just skate by on what he's done before. And I mean, hopefully it, it pays off. I'm, I, I think it's for real. I do too. And a lot of people do. I personally haven't picked up a couple of his rookie cards, but a lot of people are, and he could pop off this year. But I wanted to get a taste of what you have a lot of moving parts, a lot of new players too. So, what does the batting order look like now? Like, who's what's it one through, let's say, like five ish? Because I don't really care about the back end. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the big debate right now is Biggio or Springer leading off. Uh, I think they'll probably go with Springer. I don't think it's going to be set in stone though, but. I mean, if you go Springer, I think Simeon's a safe bet to go number two, and then Bichette, and then cleanup, probably Teoscar Hernandez, and then number five is any of a number of guys. Maybe it's Curiel some nights. Maybe it's Guerrero, depending how he's hitting. Um, I'd say that's probably a pretty safe number five. Yeah, I would probably go Springer. I mean, Springer's been nothing but awesome as leadoff with the Astros. Exactly. He may have been cheating, who knows. But uh, are, you, are you worried at all about that? Are you worried about him coming back down to earth, potentially without the uh, the good old camera in center field? I mean, I hate the fact that as a Blue Jay fan, now I have to kind of excuse that. Like, yeah. I can't. Like, it's hard. But, like, at the same time, he's going to be a Blue Jay for six years. I don't want to be railing on him over and over and over again because of this. But I think he'll do fine. I, I'm i hopeful. I don't think it inflated his numbers too much. I mean, you look at his 2020 stats as well. Like He's a good player. It's yeah. undeniable that he's a good ball player. So maybe it knocks him a little bit on the edges and on the margins. But I think, by and large, he's still the same player. Yeah, no, I, I I personally think, I mean, all of the Astros, yes, they cheated, but they were also great players. And that's why everybody exactly. thought, like, why did you cheat? Because you were already yeah. so good. And that's why everybody got pissed off. I was just curious what Blue Jays land is saying when he was signed. What was the initial reaction? Like, did everybody just openly accept him right out of the gates? Did he, I know some players said like, I apologize, whatever, but like when they came to a new team, got a fresh start, I know, I think 
who was the one who went to the Mets? Who was kind of a useless outfielder? But I don't know. But he went over. Uh, fuck, what's his name? Never mind. Doesn't matter. But what was like the the feeling in Blue Jays land in in Ottawa? What, what are yeah. we What are we thinking here? Like, is he just openly accepted right out of the gates? Did he need to win you guys over? What's uh What's going on with I, him? I think most people have conveniently forgotten that he was <laughs> known for that. That he was part of that Astros team. There are some people who are upset. I don't know if they're actually Blue Jay fans or if they're just trolls. Um, just, you know, like commenting on Instagram posts with trash cans, stuff like that. <laughs> but I think overall people realize, like I said, like he's going to be with this team for the better part of a decade. It's either like you, you got to just accept it. I, I don't know what else to say. Like it's horrible. I hate having to just kind of sweep it under the rug, but there's, it's in the past now. Like, I hope the Blue Jays don't do that. Like, there's nothing else to say. It's either just get excited about this guy or be miserable that he's a Blue Jay for six years. Yeah, which, so you know, you, why would you do that? I'm not, and yeah, I wasn't exactly. saying that. I don't really don't think he, uh, he was one of the main parts of it either. And mm-hmm. that's been so long now. Everybody knows, actually, when the Astros come to New York, I guarantee they don't forget that we, we oh, missed boy. the opportunity Can't to boot people. So we're just going to, we're going to go off on that. But, I am excited for this series. I am excited for this season. I'm excited to, well, personally, even before you guys signed these extra free agents last year, we just, not was it last year or the year before? We just always seemed to have trouble against you guys, even when you guys weren't. Really? Well, was it? No, 2019, I think our record against you guys was not good, if you remember that. Wow. We, I, that's just from what I remember, I feel uh-huh. like, but... I feel like we always used to have uh, good battles, so I'm excited to see that this year. You guys have a good offense, so it's certainly going to be high-scoring games, so those are always fun. I'm excited for a nice opening opening day against you guys. I, you know what I'm happy about? I'm happy we're playing you guys opening day because usually we open up against the Orioles, and that's that's, <laughs> that's never fun. I mean, yeah. it's fun to see for the first couple innings to see just right. 11 runs, football scores going up on the board, <laughs> but at a certain point, I want to see something competitive to open up to so i'm i'm excited to play you guys first you know the rest of the alias doesn't look too hot so i'm really excited mm-hmm. to see how this in 162 shakes out because i think you guys are, are deep enough like you said with the outfield to have the pieces playing around but i do hope you lose every single game this opening week but <laughs> i mean i expect nothing less from you on the way back to i did want to do a little wager before we hop out of here Okay. So, but before we do that, I wanted to know to, to in order to match up properly, who's somebody on the Blue Jays that you you guys are pissed at, and you basically want him to be like way better. He's, he should be so much better than he is, and you're upset with him recently. I'm basically outlining our your version of Gary Sanchez to us because that's who you're going to go up against. I'm going to match up whoever gets more hits in this series. That's who it is. So, who is that version of a Blue Jay? Oh man. I mean, before you said hits, I was thinking Tanner Rourke because I'm just we pissed can, at we him. Can, we can general. pivot. We can pivot and do a pitcher. He's probably out. not going to start against the Yankees, or at least I hope he doesn't. Um, oh man, that's tough. Maybe yeah, I mean, Danny there's not Jansen. many Gary Sanchez out there, so that is tough because he's. <laughs> I, I, have I'll a, say, I have a thing I'll say that Danny I say. Jansen. Danny Jansen. Uh, yeah, just going with the catcher. Okay, like so whoever he's, has more hits in he's this series, Danny Jansen or Gary Sanchez, or we could do, is Danny Jansen a good defensive catcher? 
He's supposed to be. Well, you know, Gary isn't, so I was going to say pass balls. Either way, whoever has more hits this series, let's do a little wager. I was thinking whoever ends up having more hits, the other person when they record their next week of podcasts has to wear a Yankees shirt or vice versa, Blue Jays oh, no. on the other end. So, And and open the episode announcing that they are... <laughs> or I don't know. I didn't really have anything okay. planned for this, but we okay. got a little fun wager and just... Whoever has more hits, we win. Ha ha. So fun. Great. But I don't think it'll be Gary Sanchez. But we'll see. A lot of people are Gary supporters. I catch a lot of heat for shitting on him all the time. So we'll <laughs> see. He did hit the cover off the ball in the early spring, and then he kind of fell off and went back to Gary. But, you know, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, I am excited. I'm excited to see baseball for the first time in a while. Are where are you? Well, my other question too. I was about to say I'm, I'm going to the mm-hmm. stadium. We just bought tickets, me and my buddies, to go. Oh, home. for opening day? Not for opening day because that's it's during the day, and I got Papa's got to work. But okay. uh, <laughs> I am going a couple days after, actually, for my birthday. So, <laughs> but are you guys playing in Toronto or are you still Buffalo? No, we're actually in Dunedin, in Florida, to start the season. Really? Yeah. So the plan is to stick in Dunedin for. I guess like two months until June, basically. And then they're going to reevaluate and say, can we get to Toronto now? Is the government going to let us in? If not, they'll move to Buffalo because they don't want to spend the summer in Dunedin because it's Florida. Um, And then maybe at some point they make it to Toronto, depending, I mean, how the world unfolds, vaccines and all that stuff. Um, But starting the season, Dunedin. How close are you to the stadium? In Toronto? Yeah. Uh, Well, Ottawa's like I know maybe kind of, four kind of and a half huge. hours. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea Toronto, what, where so. everything is, but if they come say, to yeah. Toronto, I would make the trip one hundred percent. Yeah, I mean it's been a while, and it's even been. I mean, actually, it's not like you missed much because they played in Buffalo last year, but nobody was allowed mm-hmm. in the stands anyway. So, yeah. Anyway, like I said. I hope you guys lose every game against us. You can win the other ones against the, the Orioles, and I would expect that from you as well. <laughs> but anyway, thank you for coming on. Any, if any of you Yankee fans want to check out his page, it's Section 138 Pod. I don't know if you're going to listen to a Blue Jays podcast, but hey, go check him out. That's where that's where he's at on Instagram. So uh, if you want to plug yourself wherever else, everybody else can find you. Let the people know. Yeah, at Section 138 Pod, Twitter, Instagram. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen. Um, check us out. I know it's a, a Blue Jay pod. You probably don't want to listen to it. but Hey, we're all baseball fans. We like to hear That's why I exactly. wanted to have you on and get the perspective and see what we're what we're in the mood for, what, we can, what we're looking to see for the season starting. You know, I'm excited for it. I'm ready to talk baseball with you. I'd love to have you on next time. We have a series. We're playing 19 yeah, times. Sure. So we'll do this again, hopefully. We'll see you soon. And go Yanks. Fuck the Jays. Go Blue Jays. <laughs> all right. Thanks, man. All the guys at 161st Street, I just have two words for you. See ya!
Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.